0: Hey, Foot Clan, we have a great mock draft episode for you today, complete with a bunch of mayhem. But before we get started, I want to remind you, the Ultimate Draft Kit is out right now, and today is the day that the Draft Analyzer is released. You can learn all about how you can dominate your fantasy football draft with our suite of tools and resources to help you at ultimatedraftkit.com. Welcome. Here we are,
2: July 1st. Yes, do not not check the, the
0: date of your calendar. We are here and it is Saturday. Saturday, July 1st, Mike. The beginning of the season in a lot of ways. We're up to three shows a week. Happy to have you with us. I imagine some people were probably surprised to see that. Checking their podcast app. On Spotify and Apple, yeah. or wherever you're listening, and you see a new episode pop up. And uh, you say, hey, I'm in my underpants. I was about to mow the lawn. In my underpants. And Is that not? Well, yeah, we're in
1: Arizona. Everyone mows their lawn <laughs> in their underpants. It's too hot to go outside with clothes on.
0: I mean, I feel like that's safe in the backyard. At it, least. It should be. And then we've got a new episode for you, so welcome, man. Yep. We're excited. Yep,
2: hey. having a, a schedule. I mean, we've we've been on this schedule now for our this is our ninth season. Yeah, ninth season, and yet it still surprises people when we jump to
1: three shows in July. But well, I mean, it surprises me sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I
0: don't know how calendars work. I never know
1: <laughs> when it's going to be another month. Yeah, and and this is the, the reason we go to Saturday shows and go to three a week is because this is now July first, where people start. Checking back in. I've already seen messages on Twitter of yep. like, hey, time to hop back into fantasy. Time to get prepared. A lot of the, the casuals, yeah. the casuals, they start in August. Absolutely. But you listening now, oh, you going to dominate them casuals' faces off.
0: <laughs> Couldn't yeah. have said it better myself. Uh, and they'll be like, what? Where's my face? It's off. <laughs> today is a mock draft episode, but not just any mock draft. Jason and I are going head to head. But this is the second ever mock draft mayhem yeah thanks that was perfect mock draft mayhem episode which means mike will have yeah, a baby. tremendous amount of control during look this, at me during this look draft. at me he will, i'm the captain now he will be able to ruin us in many ways put us in a position where look we say mock drafting is a, a wonderful exercise throughout the off season, but the real truth of your actual draft is you're going to be in a different position you're going to be surprised you're going to be reeling when the player you wanted goes around before you thought they were going to go and you're going to have to think on your feet so jason and i today will be facing off trying to build the best roster we can but mike will be using some power-ups against us and we're looking forward to that that'll start momentarily and um last year we did this i had the power Mike demanded the power this year. Yeah, And now, Jason, I, I know you. It. Oh, next time. Yeah. Next time there will be mayhem. The next two mock drafts are going to be pretty will, cool. That, that'll be mayhem.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yes. <laughs> A new nickname. One of the
2: favorite May-ham. months. May-ham. I'm the, writing
0: that one down. Mayhem. That is the month of the year Jason enjoys him the most. <laughs> uh, but, no, it's going to be fun. And then the next mock draft after this one, that I'm not sure what the timeline is on it, but the Deucers are going to be involved. Uh, people have been asking for them to participate. I've been asking for the opportunity to mock them publicly on the show for their picks. They've been. And those things have come together. They've been crying. Oh, yeah. Shaking saying, we, don't put us on the mock draft. They've all bought the UDK, and they're prepping up. <laughs> I don't know why they're Jimmy Stewart <laughs> with, like, a really high voice, but they But are. they are. Uh, I said it at the top, Ultimate draft, <laughs> ultimatedraftkit.com. The draft analyzer is out right now. Uh, came out today that lets you import your team from sleeper yahoo espn or you can manually import your team and run it through the draft analyzer we're going to break down your strengths your weaknesses which fantasy footballer associates with your team the most and likes it the most um, tell you where your values are where your weaknesses are it's going to be um, like get in there Uh, it's on the app it's on the web it's part of the udk plus And it's easy if you just have the UDK to upgrade. If you want access to that right now, ultimatedraftkit.com. Without further ado.
1: News and notes from around the league. I feel like that was very misleading. Yeah, I it, thought we were going into the mock draft. Yeah, because this is this is more further ado <laughs> to wait for the mo- the Mayhem mock draft. It's like, and now the moment we've been talking about that you've been waiting for. Liar. The news. The news. <laughs> All right. All right, Andy. I think, I
0: think you're 100% right about that. I should have said let's move on or something. Yeah. Or like, yeah. You, or maybe even let's get into the news. That would work.
2: You really built up this news yeah. section. So
0: welcome to more ado. Yes. Uh, and there couldn't be something more ado than Devontae Parker signing a three-year extension with the new England Patriots. 14 million in guarantees. That's the number. Not a 33. It's up to 33 yeah. million in value, but, uh, some people saw this and said, Hey, why? Yeah. Uh, I think that's fair. Uh Warren Sharp put, oh, a, put out a tweet. So good. Highlighting uh Devonte Parker's separation numbers using oh, using Next Gen stats. That's never been his game though. During, ever. Wh- but but listen. It cannot be your game, but it can still be unbelievable to do this. To finish one, Oh, one, I had not seen the tweet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He finished in <laughs> 2020 132nd out of 132 wide receivers. In 2021 he finished 127th out of 127 wide receivers and then in la- last year he was 122nd out of 122 wide receivers. So dead last in separation ranking for 3 consecutive years. And you're right, it's not his game. Like you know, it was never Allen Robinson's game. He was always very low in those numbers even in his peak years. However, dead last 3 consecutive years not having separation at all is not a benefit to you as a wide receiver.
1: $33
2: million. It's, I mean, it's it's a one-year $14 million is, is how I'm looking at
0: That's it. That's too much uh, for what he brings to the table.
1: What is ironic is, you know, I, I've seen some people be like, oh, so they're, they're out of the Hopkins race. There's actually, th- this is tied to the way that they restructured this, actually opened up some cap space um, in a way that might, allow the team to sign DeAndre Hopkins so while it seems counterintuitive this move could actually be caused in order to get DeAndre Hopkins part on of the, the path. Patriots. Yeah. yeah
0: um and and you know Juju Smith Schuster is not healthy yet so he's missed all of the New England offseason program he's been rehabbing the knee injury um it's been a chronic issue for him they don't have Jacoby Myers anymore like there's a world where Devonte Parker if they don't sign DeAndre Hopkins has some relevance this year and if Hopkins is signed which look I I guess I'd put my the odds that New England is at the top of that list. I mean, I think New England is is likely to get him because he's eventually going to settle for less money.
1: Yeah, I, I that that's right now my number one destination. But, you know, Parker Parker will have some touchdowns and he'll have some relevance, but in most leagues, I mean, I can't see a normal redraft league. If they don't sign Hopkins and Juju isn't healthy, I, I still don't know if I would use my last pick on Devontae Parker.
0: Yeah, it's totally fair. But he could be one of those players that you see on the waiver wire after week one where he catches a couple touchdowns and you're like, oh, okay, I'll pay attention.
1: He did
2: some good work for himself.
0: Oh, Sorry. I was getting into the hype train, Mike. Uh,
2: I'll just say he finished the year with six for 79 and two touchdowns against Buffalo.
0: Trying to see if this train will run Mike off. You can't stop me. Nick Chubb. News out of uh, Cleveland, Browns running back coach Thump Mitchell saying he'll have the opportunity to catch more passes okay. so people will see that he's more than just a running back. Nick Chubb is ranked extremely high. I mean, he's uh, unbelievable. Yeah,
1: he's, he's my running back three right now. Um, has been pretty much since we launched the UDK because if you just look at, you know, that's the nice thing about statting these players out and looking at, you know, Kareem Hunt is gone. And this team is going to pass more. There's just not a world where he doesn't catch more balls. Like that, to to have the coach come out and say what kind of the the analytics pointed to already, it's really nice affirmation. But this is, um, I, I think, this should be the the expectation this year. And and if we went back two years, three years, four years ago and said, hey. This Nick Chubb guy who's always like, you know, leading the league or, or near the top of rushing yardage and one of the best running backs in the league, if he were to catch 40 or 50 passes in a season, how would he be for fantasy? I think yeah, we know the answer. Amazing.
0: Last year he was the number one running back through the first 10 weeks. So you're going to be extraordinarily happy with that uh, if he ends up with more targets and more receptions. During that run, the first 10 weeks where he was the number one running back he would have caught 24 passes. So he wasn't actually catching any passes during that time and was still that dominant. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, he should be on the radar. Uh, number three, number two, number one. I mean, I don't mind any of those selections.
2: Yeah, we'll we'll see how the targets shake out. But when Deshaun Watson got into the game uh, after serving his suspension, we saw about a 21% target share to the running back position. That would have been 14th. In that time span, but the wide receiver targets were very low. So that we'll see if the addition of uh, you know Cedric Tillman, Elijah Moore, we'll see that that could juice that number up and take away from the running backs. But
0: twenty one percent, I mean, the okay, that's of seeing, middle of the pack. The idea of seeing him out there on third down is what I what attracts me. Sure, because um, they don't have the depth that they had. Cream Hunt during most of his tenure in Cleveland was a starting caliber running back that demanded time on the field and was a better pass catcher. Chubb is probably the best that they have, even in that role. So Miles Sanders also rumors there about catching more passes with Carolina, Frank Reich, talking about it on video.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you know, I don't know if rumors is the right word. You know, sometimes you you hear a beat reporter say, oh, I expect so-and-so to catch more passes. This was a video of the general manager and Miles Sanders and the head coach talking about we're gonna need you to catch more passes this year like you did when you caught 50 great <laughs> like that yes we'll and s- we'll see I mean he came in his rookie year with Frank Reich and caught I think it was 50 passes yeah or-
2: 63 targets 50 for 509
1: yeah I mean that would be huge for him the, the, the and and they signed him to a big money deal for a running back so i 100% believe it. This is why I, you know, th- these are two players that when we first launched the UDK, I was I was much higher than what I expected, and both were because of this, just the, the pass-catching ability and necessity for these offenses.
0: All right, let's see if this last piece of hype gets you excited. NFL Network's James Palmer talking about multiple people in the Broncos building believing Tim Patrick is the best football player in the team's wide receiver room. That's. I mean, a lot of excitement a about, hot take. about Jerry Judy, but Tim Patrick was the one getting a lot of press heading into last year's camp with Russell Wilson, the best rapport right. with Russell Wilson before his ACL injury. Hearing this news, um, you know, it puts him on the radar for fantasy. It puts him in a position where I'd certainly, like, I'm, I'm not touching Cortland Sutton in any circumstance. Yeah. And so Jerry Judy I'm interested in, but Tim Patrick, it, it's very – you know his injury was very early last year. It was just, it was in training camp, and so I I do like the uh, skill set that he has.
1: Yeah the the news matters. Um, if you're doing like underdog best balls, you're going 18 rounds. You can get right near the end of the draft and find Tim Patrick, who will have his games of relevance. But you know this is hype train on Tim Patrick, but it's also kind of a little bit. Negative for some of the other pieces. Obviously, there's Cortland Sutton, there's Jerry Judy, there's uh, Marvin Mims, Mims. uh, the rookie, and there's another piece of news recently that came out that said that Jared Stidham is outplaying Russell Wilson. No. Yeah. Have you guys seen that? I have not seen it. Yeah. So that's not good. No, that's not good. And I believe it only because I watched Russell Wilson all season last year, as I'm sure y'all did. Limited. This is a problem. So if you're telling me that Tim Patrick, hey, he's healthy, he's in the mix. Now we got like four good wide receivers and Greg Dulcich and Russell Wilson still sucks. That is like. Do you, <laughs> do si- you? sign me out of that? <laughs> I don't want. Hey, um, sign me out. Yeah. Exactly. Do you know
0: how big of uh, cojones that this team and the head coach would have to have to make that pivot? Oh, but you, they
1: have it. I mean, they have This is Sean Payton's team now. Russell Wilson, sure, this they have could, an out. I mean, if if Sean Payton comes in and Russell Wilson sucks, and he says, "Yeah, we're not going to do this. We're going to cut you at the end of the season, move on, take a giant dead cap
0: that could I don't, happen." I maybe you're right, but I have to believe that a majority of the conversations in bringing in Sean Payton was help us not. Have wasted all of this money, you are the guy to fix the problem that happened last year with this monumental investment. I don't know if the team would give him that ability or not
1: yeah I, I mean obviously that's their goal. <clears throat> best case scenario for everyone involved with the Broncos is that Russell Wilson regains his Hall of Fame worthy career um you know at the direction of Sean Payton, but I do believe that the long term investment of the franchise is far more committed to Sean Payton than it is to Russell Wilson.
2: Now, what if I told you the account that tweeted out the news about Jared Stidham in their bio, it says, Jared Stidham hype man.
1: <laughs> now, did they change it after that? I, I mean, I don't know that it matters. <laughs> um, I Look, I am anti-Russell Wilson, so I'll take all bias. Also, also I don't know how we made it through an entire
2: segment here, Tim Patrick segment, and not even say Fireball Jones, which is his true birth name. That's on us. If you look at the certificate, the doctor signed it. Yeah,
0: Fireball Jones. He's back, baby. I'm just... I was a little worried that maybe the nickname is what really... Maybe set him up for failure last year. Well,
2: like a uh, Smash Jackson Paul Perkins
0: situation? (laughs) Yeah, like... No, uh, never. So, yeah, Fireball Jones could be relevant this year. I am you know, much more optimistic in him having him and Judy having relevance than, than Jason, the uh, Jarrett Stidham truther. <laughs> but, um, because there's far worse situations in fantasy, I think for rookie quarterbacks, unproven quarterbacks, where we're still looking and paying attention to the wide receivers, Jerry, Judy, despite the absolute disgusting performances last year, still had games that mattered. So we'll see. You look Denver, good at the end. Denver with Sean Payton. Um, it could be a l- little bit of a renewal. That is it for hype. I don't have anything else.
1: There's no more ado?
0: There is one more ado. <laughs> a little Saturday tease, Jason. Um, we're going to finally get into the mock draft. Are you prepared? I don't you, even believe you at this we, point. You've got, you've got your <laughs> quatch hat on. And it's time to do it.
1: The Fantasy Footballers Mock Draft.
0: Well, here we are. Jason, we're going head to head, but Mike is here to ruin the day. Mike has three mayhems that he can use on each of us during the draft. They're up on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. Here is what Mike has control over. He can make us, he can veto a pick, which will make us choose a different player, and he can use that once on each of us. He can replace a pick with his own choice, which he can also use once on each of us. Mm -hmm. And then the final one is he can make it opponent's choice. So he will give me the ability to pick your player and you the ability to pick my player. It is a 12 team half PPR draft. I am drafting from the 3 spot, Jason's in the 6 spot. One quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, four bench. Jason, Jason you seem you seem nervous. You look I, a little sweaty.
1: Yeah, so, you know, you're 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 laying the groundwork, you're setting up the rules yeah. and you're illustrating what Mike's options are. He can make us re-pick, he can pick for himself or our opponent can pick. And I'm sitting at the 106 and I have a lot of fear that I know exactly I just, I think I know one thing that's coming, but we'll see.
0: So, um, I don't know. Like, if, if you think about our three personalities, I tend to think Mike is the most merciless with power. So, I think that this could be a very dangerous draft for us. And um, he is also very attuned to sensing when we are really yes. hoping he doesn't do something. And so, I'm, I'm going to try to see how much psychological warfare okay. we
2: can do. I'm going to do a lot of aura reading. Oh, yeah. good, good, yeah. Good,
0: yeah. good, good. What good, color good. is Jason's aura, by the way?
1: Right now? Yeah. Blue. Okay. That's
0: right. Yeah. He got, he was
1: right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's impressive. Uh, so here we go. The draft has begun. And uh, look, we're seeing this more and more. Justin Jefferson at the 101. Jamar Chase at the 102. And I'm sitting here at the 103
2: yeah that's a gift,
0: and it's christian McCaffrey, so i'm gonna take him uh we have not we've seen what an average of four or five running backs going in the first twelve picks that is not uh normal from the last nine years <laughs> yes sorry and so uh I'm i just
1: gonna... <laughs> I just saw that Travis Kelsey went at the one oh five which means Mike can't mayhem me into Travis Kelsey in the first, which I is what I assumed was happening. And
2: I was not going to. Oh, good. But so, I wanted you to sweat it out, so I'm a little bit disappointed here with Team 5.
0: And I, I know I need to be patient when I make these picks to give Mike the opportunity to destroy me.
2: Um, Getting Christian McCaffrey at 103 did uh, spark my interest here to use a power-up right away, but... You're I don't just know. letting it just settle yeah. in.
0: You're letting us get a sense I, of security. I got to let the dust settle, and then find my way so Jefferson Jamar Chase I took Christian McCaffrey a gift at 103 uh I was really worried about that pick being stopped because I didn't have a strong conviction with the number three pick with other players like I which pro- is why
1: you didn't give Mike the opportunity for mayhem and you that's right'm <laughs> i just really like, I'm doing this
0: no we can uh we can go back no no we're I mean, good we're good. Uh, Austin Eckler went 104 Travis Kelsey at 105 another thing we're seeing a lot this off season Kelsey inside the top five. Because of that conundrum, you get to the point where you're like, "Uh, well, I know he's great, and I'm unsure about these other options at running back. Jason's on the clock. This is an easy pick for me.
1: (laughs) This would be Cooper Cup, who I've talked about recently. I could take him at the 101. I could take him at the 102, the 103. Certainly here at the 106, when if Christian McCaffrey and Austin Eckler are gone um, and Cooper Cup is available, that would be my pick. I will take Cooper Cup. I'll allow it. Oh, all
0: right. I, I was just waiting. All right. Cooper Cup. That was a moment. Mike's finger. You, you couldn't hear it on the podcast, but it was creeping. Oh, dude. People could feel it. It was creeping towards the button. So, man, unscathed in the first round. Man, generous, kind, Cooper handsome. Cup. Yeah, thank you. That would have been my pick if McCaffrey was stolen from me by Mike. So, uh, Cooper Cup at 106. Great pick. Bijan Robinson at 107. Tyreek at 108. A couple running backs. Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb cd lamb and aj brown rounding out the first round second round begins with stefan diggs then saquon barkley and derrick henry both of those players seem like um you know not a bad place to be in the second round and then uh amon ross saint brown Devontae adams and then patrick mahomes Mm -hmm. uh and jason back on the clock with cooper cup just setting the Foundation of just a great team on the way.
1: Yeah, just a great team on the way. There's uh, a couple players that I had hoped dropped to me that didn't. Um, I'm really proud of what's happened to the ADP. Chubb, uh, you know, about a month or two ago, he was falling to the, like, the two, three turn. Now he's in the first round, uh, which is where he belongs. Um, but Derrick Henry has fallen. I've seen him in the third round. I would have loved to grab him. He's not there. Uh, since I've got Cooper Cup. If there is a great running back left, I would go that direction, and there is to me. It's Josh Jacobs. Um, So if I am allowed to pick, (laughs) my pick would be to pair Cooper Cup with Josh Jacobs.
0: And uh, no. (laughs) Mayhem. Yeah.
1: Yeah, here we go.
0: There's no no way that that was going to happen. No. Because it was too delicious. No. That
2: that is not going to happen, and we're going to see.
0: Yeah, what power-up are you using? uh, I'm going to pick. Oh okay for Jason. Yeah, and we're oh. going to
2: we're going to see. see I can't even rejoice that much cuz if I if
0: I overindulge in what's happening to you, then you're like, going to get it.
2: The trap is set for me. Like what happens here to Jason's team? Should he like a lot of a lot of drafters are dealing with this situation of what do I do with the big name quarterbacks? Mm. If I take them early, what does my team look like? Well, Jason's going to find out. <laughs> I'm going to give you, Jason...
1: Mm, yeah, which one?
2: I'm going to give you Jalen Hurts. Yeah, my
1: man. I, I didn't know if you were going to... I
2: showed a little bit... Cause <laughs> between Do you have Hurts or Allen ranked higher? So I,
1: I have Josh Allen ranked higher in, in my rankings, but you know that Jalen Hurts is yeah. my guy. So,
2: so yeah. I, I I hurt you a little bit, but then I put the band-aid on.
0: Yeah. All right. Oh, oh geez. This I should am, be fun. I'm over here because <laughs> I, too have found good fortune in this draft. (laughs) Jason has Cup and Jalen Hurts. And then Waddle, because Jalen Hurts goes early, and I I do want to point this out before disaster strikes my team. With Mahomes and Hurts going in the second round, it was Waddle and Pollard that went next. When quarterbacks go early, like we've talked about this, it's not a late-round quarterback universe right now, but that doesn't mean that the realities that we brought up in late-round advice aren't true, which is that when positions – onesie positions like quarterbacks and tight ends go early it pushes down value at the other positions josh jacobs is still on the table for me at two
2: that'd be a great start ten that would be such a good start
0: and that will be my pick if i'm allowed to make it (sighs)
2: great pick andy it
0: will be josh jacobs
2: that what what a great pick lock that in
0: (laughs) oh you son of a good (laughs) i knew it really (laughs) i'm
1: good of course. Joshua Jacobs! Because that's the way better decision. Mike is nailing this. The fact that, I mean, that's just putting an, he gets an extra jab here because he saves his mayhem pick on not using mayhem, but causes mayhem just back to me again. Did you want Jacobs? Because I got him. No, he got Jalen Hurts. He got the guy he wanted.
0: So uh, I start with tier one, tier two, running backs, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs. Josh Allen goes next. Brees Hall. Travis Etienne and Ramondre Stevenson. So the running back run has begun, and Jason has none of them yet. Uh, yeah, um, I am back on the clock with McCaffrey and Jacobs, third pick of the third round. Looking at the landscape here with those two running backs, I mean this is this is kind of going back in time to the strategy that is is most often played out by my teams, which is if you have powerhouses at that position, the freedom you feel the rest of the draft is significant. Um, I, I have lower tier running backs. I like later. I don't feel a pressure to go grab one. Now, if I wanted to, the guys on the board that are actually the most attractive to me is Jameer Gibbs. Um, because what better position than having Jacobs and McCaffrey to let Gibbs be this potential top tier running back. Otherwise, Najee Harris, Kenneth Walker, Mixon, Dobbins. I'm not as enthusiastic at wide receiver. It's, it's Garrett Wilson on the board right now. Alave, um, Boy, I I'm actually tempted to take Gibbs and go three running back to start this draft. I think that will be my pick unless it is ruined by Mike. I think Garrett Wilson obviously is jumping out at me, but but I think the idea of adding Gibbs and maybe actually having like three of the top 8 running backs potentially mm-hmm. in PPR? I i Am going to. I'm a little surprised
2: here, right? Because I'm trying to throw you off. You mind. did. You mayhemed the mayhem. Because yeah. I was gonna force a very high T start for you. I was gonna make you go triple running back, but then you said no. I have more T than you think. <laughs> so
0: I'm good. Yeah. You You could start with your three running backs. I'm not feeling the mayhem at all. Jameer Gibbs is. We'll see. Is the pick. <laughs> Garrett Wilson went next. I think that's what the most people listening probably expected. Garrett Wilson off the board there. And that's where Mike would have...
2: Yeah, that would have been.
0: But I I do, I am very enthusiastic about Jameer Gibbs' potential, and there's no better play. Like, I don't want to bet on him necessarily uh, to start the year being this, like, league winner. But I don't have to with those other two guys. So, back to Jason on the clock. Garrett Wilson and T. Higgins go back to back. I don't know if Higgins would have been tempting for you there.
1: No. Uh, I, I like Higgins in the third round, but... Higgins and Devontae Smith are very, very similar. Obviously, they're both the, the wide receiver twos that are extremely talented for their team. The fact that I have Jalen Hurts, if I was going to be picking between T. Higgins and Devonta Smith, I would have chosen Devontae Smith. Right now, I'm in the third round. I don't have a running back. So this is where if there's no running back I like, I'm going to go pretty much zero RB and just figure it out. Draft a, a handful of later round running backs and try to uh, take that strategy. There is, however, one running back that I like on the board. There's only one? There's o- Well, there's only one to me that is in... Too much information. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to help the people. Um, to me, Najee Harris is still a, a a running back one. I think he gets the work. The upgrades on the offensive line I don't think can be overstated for the Steelers considering how bad they were. They were a back-half-bottom-tier offense last year. I believe the Steelers this year are going to be a middle-of-the-pack offense And that's a huge jump. Uh, A lot of times we only think of big jumps as in which offenses are going to become a top five, top six scoring offense. But if we're drafting all the Steelers based on what happened last year when they were putrid and then they move up to a middle tier offense, that's a huge. Yeah, you get value back. uh, Can I ask you a
0: question about that then? With your confidence of them moving to middle of the pack, something we never would have considered as, you know, during last season. You like Deontay Johnson? He was brought up on the show. Mm-hmm. Are you actually willing to have two Steelers on your roster?
1: Yeah, I think I would be. I mean, this isn't—it's it, it, because of the value. You know, it's not like I'm spending a a, a second and third to get sure. those two guys. Okay. If I would be, I would be spending a third and a seventh to get those two guys. So, if I'm allowed to make this pick, usually in the middle of the third when Mark Andrews is available and he is, that's an auto pick for me. But because Mike forced a quarterback, I don't like having a quarterback and tight end. You run out of other positions shouldn't have said that. I will draft <laughs> Najee Harris if yep. I'm allowed. Yep. Make, oh, make it go through. Make it also, go through. Also, um just as a note, because you are for, through your first 3 rounds allowed to get your own picks. When Mike uses his opponent mayhem, I'm a I'm gonna come after you, bro. <laughs> you're getting Tom Brady. <laughs> good. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Good. I to know. I get it.
0: Um so Najee Harris is the pick. Uh If Mike had handed me your pick there, I would have gone Mark Andrews to 1ZU, double 1ZU, to see what that looks like. (laughs) Olave goes next. Mark Andrews does go off the board, and then it's Debo, Ken Walker, Devontae Smith, um, Amari Cooper. And then going into the fourth round, we have Metcalf, a pair of quarterbacks back-to-back, Burrow and Lamar. Uh, I would have considered Burrow a little bit here in the fourth. Uh, Keenan Allen, Aaron Jones, and Calvin Ridley. Aaron Jones in the middle of the fourth. That's one I feel like you might look back on after the year and go, wow, that's a steal. Jason back on the clock here in the fourth round. Yeah, he is.
1: I am. Um, you know, I, I think it's worth saying. So if you would have given me Mark Andrews and I would have onesied, onesied, it, it's funny because I love Cooper Cup. In the middle of the first, love it. I love Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to be phenomenal. He was a my guy last year, and I would I would love to have him. And I just said Mark Andrews. Is, a, is my favorite pick in the middle of the third. So you'd have three great picks, but that highlights how important roster construction is and thinking through your whole draft, not just who's the guy I like on the clock. Um, that was I a mean, hard word to say, you know? Clock. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't
0: even say anything. But here's the thing, Jason. You took Najee Harris. You could have taken Mark Andrews. Here's the fourth round, and you have Mixon and Dobbins on the board. You have Miles Sanders, who you love on the board, Cam Akers, who you love on the board. Any regrets of not going onesie? Because um, you could have built... A decently strong running back room, and had maybe the best at each position. Yeah, for those other three.
1: It would have been interesting to see how it works because I don't usually do it at the end of the drafts. I mean, obviously, I I like Mixon. In fact, if I'm allowed to make a pick, that's going to be my pick here because mayhem. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: No. Go ahead, man. I'm. I just. You were talking through all those guys you like. I'm like that's interesting, but more interesting to me is what who would Andy pick if <laughs> if he were on the clock with your team right now?
0: Oh, I I already have it. I, oh, I know. Okay. I know. Who, I already have it. I was. I,
2: I think I know who you're picking. I was sending you telepathic and messages. Look, you've
0: you've kind of taken the um the beating so far, right? Mm-hmm. And, and by kind of you've had the entirety of the beating so far. <laughs> but I look. I know how much. You love this guy. Yeah. You might not love anybody as much as this guy. So in the fourth round, why not pair Cooper Cup, who I assume is your number two wide receiver, with your number one.
1: That is who i thought.
0: Terry (laughs) McLaurin. That that is who
1: I assumed you would give me. And the nice please select Terry McLaurin. The nice news is that if the if Mike had picked You got off easy. I I did. If Mike had picked that I just need to repick and choose someone else, I would have chosen Terry McLaurin so okay
0: um, I I thought you were going to be more ravenous (laughs) you thought he was going Hawkinson I thought he was going Hawkinson (laughs) that would have been um I don't know I don't know if you could have survived that but Terry McLaurin here uh ahead of a a running back need with some other wideouts on the board um you know I know you love him you got to have him Justin Fields goes next TJ Hawkinson after that I have McCaffrey Jacobs and Gibbs running back is is Well, pretty much off the table for me. Mm. Great. I mean, never say never. Um, that's a real problem. I I, see. I think I, I think I realize now the risks associated with positional stacking in a draft like this. Um, if I'm allowed to make the pick, uh, I'm not happy with how thinned out the wide receiver room has gone gotten. Uh, Um, there's not there's a lot of names that you recognize Hollywood and Mike Williams and Godwin and Judy. Um, Justin Herbert is sitting there as a potential tear break at quarterback Kittle and Pitts are not really in strong consideration. I'd like to go. Um, I think if it, if it is my pick, I think I'm going to go to Mike Williams here. I think that's going to be the pick, but it's not. Yes. <laughs> there's
2: yes. just
0: there's no chance. <laughs>
2: I'm not going to get a balance this team. No, and I mean it's like tit for tat. You know, Andy pick for Jason. Yeah, give it to me. And I think that ja- yes. <laughs> so we'll see if
1: Jason is as merciful. Oh yes, to Andy oh. and Jason. Please I, make the pick. Yes, I would love to. I <laughs> want to be merciful to my good friend Andy because right now he obviously has Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, and Jameer Gibbs. That's yes. that's a that is a great that's robust that's robust running back. But it's it's also I made a mistake. It gives you the power to maybe take someone who's got great upside – but a lot of risk. Mm. Because you know, you've got running backs to cover up right. if it doesn't work out. So mm. I think Cam Akers is perfect <laughs> for this spot where I mean you're talking about a guy who could be a top six running back. I mean, he could be out of the league, but <laughs> there's so many running <laughs> backs. So now you have Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, Jameer Gibbs, and Cam Akers. I, I in see the history where this is of the go- fantasy footballers. We have it's, never started a draft it's with four running backs. It's not gonna go well
0: for you, man. And we've got time left. Oh. um so can makers huh yeah, yeah congrats uh i like Cam makers whatever the opposite of zero rb is that's what i'm running out yeah. there uh mccaffrey jacobs gibbs and acres this is this is new territory hopkins Mixon, herbert and dobbins go next i'm back on the clock <laughs> I, I, no, don't do it
1: but but mike could give you a running back here <laughs> mayhem mike
2: oh, mike no. williams would have been my pick Again, I can't believe Mike Williams made it through that that turn there. um but I mean, come on, like we got to build oh this is a, this is a squad this is that I <laughs> that look Dan Campbell, if Dan Campbell played fantasy football, he would give you this is absurd the, the absolute seal of approval. What did I do with Gibbs in the third? I, you say, I set the table you, for my own demise and but I, I will be merciful because I'm giving you a player that I love. You, you don't love him as much as oh, no. I do, but I'm just going to share no. the gift of the brand new starting running back oh, for the did... Minnesota Vikings, yes. Yes. Alexander Madison. No. Yes. No.
1: <laughs> yes, this
2: five <laughs> running back start.
1: Let's see. Oh, and I Let's... hate Madison.
2: <laughs> Let's see what happens. Oh, it started so good.
1: Oh, this has gotten even better.
2: McCaffrey, Jacobs, Gibbs, Akers, oh.
0: Madison. Yeah, that, that is it's... a
1: strong running back room you have there. Can oh. you run? Can you now that we're you're going to be up in the sixth round? Can you run through your uh, tight end, quarterback,
0: and wide <laughs> receivers? <laughs> yeah, hold on. Done. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, it was it was compounded by the like. Miles Sanders was there. I thought maybe you'd give me James Conner, but no, you give me Alexander Madison. Yeah. All right. But he is my fifth RB, so I'm feeling yeah, he's just he sits he's on a depth the bench. piece. <laughs> along with three others. Um all right, Jerry Judy off the board. Jason mercifully back on the clock. Now, from the, the mayhem tracker here, Mike has Mike has one mayhem left for each of us. Yeah, right? I have
1: I have my nope.
0: Which is just, he's going to shut something down. Yeah, yep. and we have to And we pivot get to pick again.
1: And make a different selection. So, I'm on the <laughs> clock here. I've got
0: Cooper, Cup, at Which means McLaurin. I can, that means I'm guaranteed to be able to draft another position. Yeah, you You. I can. am not getting six RBs to start this draft. It's, it's beautiful, man. This is wild, man. <laughs> wild. The you know, gift of Jacobs and Gibbs, which I thought Mike was giving me, was a curse. All right. Mike, you have Cup, Hertz, Najee, and... Terry McLaurin. Jason does. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, Jason does. I regret giving him Terry McLaurin. I should have done something far worse. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But Uh, uh, you're back on the clock.
1: All right. So um, here I think I'm in a position to take the best player available. If there's a great running back, if there's a great wide receiver, someone that I believe in, I I will take them. There's a handful of wide receivers I like. um, And at running back, there are a couple running backs that I think could be good. There's one running back I like. That would be James Conner. I only have one running back, so I would take James Conner if allowed to make the pick. Mike is giving the nod of approval.
0: Yeah, Mike seems like his he needs to give his finger a rest. He yeah, to push that button too much. I'm a little worn out over here. So yeah. now, now I'm okay with you know so the, much mayhem. The
1: Hurts in the second because Hurts is going to be awesome and dominating this season. Uh, the fact that I was able to get what two running backs that I believe in in Najee and James Conner to go with two uh you know the number one and number two wide receiver Cooper Cup and. <laughs> Terry need Which one's number one? <clears throat> well, Terry McClure. Okay. Yes.
0: If you need to trade for a running back at some point during the season, <laughs> yes. I'm available I am available we're taking offers.
1: Hey, Team 12 doesn't
0: have one yet. <laughs> no, they don't. They went almost full wide receiver stack. Uh, after Connor, I'll go quickly. Kittle, Cook, DJ Moore, Damian Pierce, Drake London, Chris Godwin. Godwin at 5'12. Interesting potential value there. Pitts and Goddard back to back. Um, not that I have the luxury of looking tight into quarterback right now. Christian Watson, DeAndre Swift, Hollywood, Rashad White. Jason's back on the clock. You know, Hollywood was someone I was hoping would sneak all the way through to be my wide receiver one. But Jason may uh, may ruin my plans on the, the remaining wide receivers here. We'll see.
1: Yeah, I mean, I hope to. Um, no matter what, mayhem or not on this pick, I'm certainly taking a wide receiver away from you uh i am sitting here on the clock if if kyle pitts had made it to me this is a spot in the middle of the sixth where kyle pitts gets too often and i would have drafted him he went at the top of the sixth so i'm gonna go with a guy who somehow is still on the board don't do it mike williams yeah, who I, you wanted three picks ago two i tried to take ago. him
0: two times yeah yep, yeah,
1: i'll allow it all don't. right <laughs> my man <laughs> oh good because tyler lockett was still there and That's... i was just
2: worried there were two great wide receivers still left. We have enough rounds where I was hoping I didn't have to burn my final power up, but seeing Tyler Lockett make it onto your squad here would have been very disappointing. Mm. But you and Mike Williams.
0: And then Lockett, though, went ahead of me. So uh, Camara in between those two picks. I'm on the clock. Are you sad that Camara went? <laughs> You're a little disappointed you can't yeah, direct him? Should something happen to him, you could wait it out very easily. Not sad. And, uh, Here's the deal. I've got five running backs. I'm taking a wide receiver. When you're in a position where this is my wide receiver one, there are names on the board that I am excited about this year. I like Brandon Ayuk a ton. I've talked about it. Um, I like Upside uh, of Jahan Dotson. But there is one player on the board that will fill this role of wide receiver one, and I will have enough confidence that he can do it. Uh, that is being massively undervalued in my opinion. That has done it every year for a generation. I don't even know he's where going you're Mike going. Evans. Mike Evans is the pick. Really, Mike Evans at six ten. Okay. Godwin five twelve. Welcome to the Lockett and um, oh, I, I should not have selected no, without no, giving no, Mike you Evans permission. is fine. So I you know this is the Lockett Metcalf situation of last year. Quarterback confidence dwindles. Metcalf and Lockett were undervalued. That's what I see with Godwin Evans. I'm I'm okay with him as my first uh, – I almost feel better than Mike Williams in that situation, just knowing that week-to-week Mike Evans is that premier target. So I'll take him there, and then goes Pittman, Javante, Deontay, which would have been my pick with the next one if Mike let me have him. And unfortunately, Brandon Ayuk went next, who also would have been my pick. So I need to at least glance at the other positions. Darren Waller, the best available tight end uh, at quarterback. I can't do it right now with how thin my wide receiver core is, but Lawrence to i I'm just going to have to play that late with the uh, hand. I've been dealt by you sons of guns. So at this point, I'm looking at wide receiver. I'm thinking uh, about Jahan Dotson. I'm looking at Traylon Burks. He came into camp in great shape. Yeah. The the news has been very positive on Burks. So um, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a strategy here at wide receiver of, Top target in the offense. I view Evans as that, and I view Traylon Burks as if that. If you're allowed. If yep. I'm allowed. I will allow it. Okay. So Mike's saving that so I can have fear throughout the remainder of the draft. <laughs> Evans and Traylon Burks, look, it's not my uh, dream team starting a wide receiver, but what I know is that they're both going to receive regular targets on a weekly basis. Uh, I know you like Traylon Burks, Jason.
1: I do like Traylon Burks. He would have been my pick without question. He was highest in my queue. I was ready to try to select him if Mayhem did not intervene. I am balanced right now um, enough in this type of a league. I've got two running backs, three wide receivers, uh, and Jalen Hurts. I'm not in love with any of the tight ends. Usually in the middle of the draft, I don't do tight ends. I'm going to take Mark Andrews in the third. I'm going to take Kyle Pitts in the sixth. And then I'm going super late, uh, whoever is available you know, with one of my last picks. So having Jalen Hurts. And having that strategy for me at tight end, that means I'm just looking at running backs and wide receivers, and I like a lot of them. Um, I I really like Jordan Addison. Um, I would have probably selected Jahan Dotson here. This is um, this is one of those situations where we've we've talked about this uh, over the last couple months. When you take a Terry McLaurin and you like Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin I think is the better player. Will have a better fantasy season. Is worthy of the pick. I liked the pick. But it does take Jahan Dotson out, who might be a better value because now here we are three rounds later and he's available. But I love Jordan Addison. I'm happy to take Jordan Addison. And I like David Montgomery at running back. So given all of that, I would. Which one do you like the most? I would select. Hmm. Let me think how I (laughs) want to play this. this
2: The first ever, like, you say a name that you don't want to pick. To Maybe. try to get me to push the button, Maybe. but then I don't push the button and you end up drafting someone you don't want. Or do I make you think that I think <laughs> that,
1: and instead I'm going to go Jordan Addison, if, uh, if you allow it. Uh, no. <laughs> yes, I got you, sucker! I wanted David Montgomery! <laughs> I beat the man! I outfought the thinker! Oh, I had three wide receivers and two running backs and only David Montgomery I wanted. Booyah! I he got seems my happy, Mike. And David Montgomery, he sorry, He seems Mike.
0: real happy. David Montgomery, James Conner, Najee Harris. Nicely done. Not Thank a bad you. way to piece your running back room together after Cup and Hurts to start the draft. You're back on the clock uh, after Montgomery, Pacheco, Pres, uh, Dak Prescott, uh, Prescott. Um, Jackson what? Smith and you Jigba. I said it wrong. <laughs> Wait, Darren that? Waller, think Dak call, Prescott. Did you call Dak Brass? I heard something <laughs> like Brass that. Musket. Brass Musket. <laughs> quarterback. Bill Brasky. Bill Brasky. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Waller, Dylan, Watson, B Rob, Kirk, Dotson, meow, Addison, meow, Pickens, and Tony. So uh, it's really nice seeing a big run of more wideouts.
1: Yeah, I was a little sad at that. There was <laughs> there was a piece of me that hoped Jordan Addison would make a background. I think his situation in Minnesota and his talent um, will will really uh, blossom and shine. So since there was a run of wide receivers, as, as
0: flowers do. Yes. Yeah, they well, blossom and then they shine. You know,
1: like a sunflower it looks like it's you know letting off its own light. Okay, all right. Um, I'm gonna go with a different rookie, one that I think there I have much more concern about. I'm not as confident as I am in Jordan Addison. But he's got a much better quarterback and his situation is pretty good. No, I have Mike Williams. I was going to take Quentin Johnston, <laughs> but I just saw I have Mike Williams. So I'm not going to you take him. You almost made him <laughs> I almost did. Instead, I'm going with a post hype sleeper, a guy that I loved, unfortunately, last year in Gabe Davis. The situation for him, though, you know, g- getting exactly him exactly the same. Yeah, it is. The situation's exactly the same. And, you know, his his high ankle sprain in week two last year, and it's funny because if he wasn't as hyped as he was last year, he didn't have a bad season. You know, it wasn't like he uh, had uh, one of those just just complete wash. I think he was the wide receiver 29 or something like that. But he was drafted to have yeah. a breakout, and he didn't break out. So I'm, I'm going to take him here close to the ninth round.
0: Yeah, you don't have the rose color last year for Gabe to take him here with some upside. <laughs> yeah, It was bad. But Gibson goes next. Michael Thomas, I'm on the clock. I'm going to play the game. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be public about it in the face of mayhem. Uh, I'd like to have Tua as my quarterback. I feel like it's a tear break for me at quarterback. Um, but I'm going to play the game, and the two guys drafting after me at the turn have quarterbacks. And so it gives me the opportunity here to take another wide receiver. I hate the situation I'm in because, you know, David Montgomery, great value there in the seventh round. I can't even look at the running back tap. Like, that's not a possibility in this <laughs> hey, draft. you can. Yeah. Don't let um, someone tell you what even you can't Even players that I like on that list are out of contention for my team. So, Samaje, P. Ryan, your guy's there. Yeah, to be my running back six. Um, look, it's Quentin Johnston if I'm allowed to make the pick. I'm going to take him uh, because this is the perfect position. I've got two starters, Nevins and, and Burks, and now I can look to maybe get some late season emerging upside out of a rookie. We see them break out every year. Because my other options are has been's. It's it's Cooks and Schuster and and Sutton and, and and these are not guys or the injured Bateman. Like I'm not messing around there. I want the rookie if I can have the rookie. Make it happen. Yeah, because you're going to save your mayhem for a worse situation. Uh, Cooks, Ingram, Juju, and Injoku here, if permitted. It is to a tongue of Iloa. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh man, this has worked things, out real well. Things
1: go wrong sometimes. In yeah, that,
0: that, so so I can't I can't draft him.
1: No, but you get anyone else, your choice. Yes,
0: <laughs> anybody else. <laughs> Great, um, Coyle Herbert. Well played, Mike. Thank you. I am looking for that explosive Zach Charbonnet. Ups, <laughs> thanks. Keep giving me running backs. So no Tua. That's that's brutal. He's not coming back to me. The wait is going to be so long. Same thing happened in our last mock draft. You know, it's it's tough. I look at Jameson Williams, and I'm like, man, I'd love Jamison Williams minus the suspension here, right, because of the potential upside of that player. I don't think I can do it. My team is too thin at wide receiver. He,
2: is, is his an eight-game suspension?
0: I believe it's six, isn't it? Yeah, six. Okay. Brooks is nodding. Right. Uh, I would never draft Cortland Sutton. I'd be embarrassed to tell my friends and family about that. I've already been noped, so I'm going to go to the well with Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers, I'm going to go back-to-back. Quentin Johnson, Zay Flowers. hey. I-
2: that I think that is the strategy of if, if – If you get stuck with five if, running if backs if to somehow, start your draft. Somehow you're in a draft where other people make selections for you and <laughs> you're just loaded with testosterone. To, to, I did it last year. To get year. a bunch of high upside picks here at the back, I think it's so, I think it's smart.
0: It wasn't the same situation, obviously, but in League of Record last year, I was down a lot of picks at the top, and my strategy was at the back of the draft I went Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. Um, it wasn't Pickens. I think I had one more rookie wide receiver, and it it proved super valuable later in the year because you know they were they were trade bait; they were very attractive in keeper leagues. So yeah, I'm gonna go Johnson and Flowers, and if I get one of those two to be what a Wilson or Olave was last year, to go with Evans and Burks, somehow yep, that's a win. So I, I was tempted to go the, the player that went next, Pat Fryermuth, a little bit. Because I do feel like even though he's not a top tier tight end, he's going to be a very steady tight end. Tua went next, of course. And Jason, you're back on the clock. We are mayhem free. Yep. We, so free Mike, you can walk out the oh, door. You can just mayhem leave. Mayhem free. Yeah. Wow.
1: I I was sitting here already playing the game in my mind of okay, if I go this way, uh, because the player that I want sitting here right now, I, this team has just worked out where I want it balanced. A lot of times, what happens at a draft if I grab two or three. You know, or five, uh, like strong running backs to start a draft. Then I'm gonna kind of leave there with a lot more wide receivers than I do running backs, or vice versa. If I start with three stud wide receivers, I'm gonna shotgun approach the, uh, you know, the the running backs. But this has been a balanced draft back and forth, and so I want to kind of leave with about the same running backs and wide receivers. You Re- have gone back and forth since round three. I didn't realize that, but I I I feel it. Um, and I'm going to go back again. I'm going to take Samaj P. Ryan, a guy that Andy's been talking about. You know, you've got Javante Williams here going three and a half rounds ahead of Samaj P. Ryan. And the expectation, I think, from us right now is that week one, the main man is going to be Samaj P. Ryan.
0: All right, Jason, you're back on the clock here in the 10th round. As we close out this draft, you went P. Ryan. uh Penny would have been in contention there, too, I think. And then he went next, um, uh, Jamal Williams, uh, Sutton, Charbonnet, Herbert. The quarterback I was targeting after Tua is now gone. Anthony Richardson, I was going to look at the upside there. Uh, Bateman, Cousins, Geno, I'm running out of quarterbacks, guys. People are taking backups. Yeah. Elijah Moore, and then um, Jamison Williams did go. Jason, you're back on the clock. Two picks left. You do need a tight end in one of these next two picks.
1: Yes, I do. Um, and when I'm looking at the tight ends that I like that are left, there's, there's a handful of them um uh, fortunately one of these players i know andy likes a lot and so that's going to force my hand to take a tight end here and take chig Oconquo. Mm. i'm going to do the right stuff here
0: Thank you. i was hoping that drop would come back in i was thinking about that yesterday I, very, very happy that you are basically me i mean p ryan Oconquo back to back yeah. is i mean there you're, there you're like you my pseudonym yeah exactly. um One of my many. One of my many. Uh, Devon A. Chain was on the board there. Uh, That would have been a fun uh, player to take if I didn't have five running backs. And I have to take a quarterback and a a tight end with my last two picks here. So looking at the quarterback landscape, there was one name that I would hope would just be hanging around at the end. I'm going to take it here so I don't risk him being gone. Aaron Rodgers is going to be my quarterback. I'm going to look at that Jets offense, the rebirth there, the money they paid, and just say, I hope you get a resurgent year from Aaron Rodgers, a la Tom Brady in Tampa for a year. Dalton Kincaid and Dalton Schultz go next. Yeah, okay. Jared Goff, Beckham, my final pick. It's got to be a tight end. You know, there's there's one name on this list that uh, we've talked about quite a bit. Actually, there's two. Dulcich and Higby are the two that I'm thinking about. I've cooled on a, a player like uh, Gerald Everett just based on camp reports of Donald Parham getting it done. Um, Everett was heavily involved last year, but only 400 yards receiving total. Um, Yeah, so it's between those two. I'm trying to see if I can find another little sneaky potential guy. k Otten is being brought up a lot um, as a second-year tight end. But I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Greg Dulcich. I'm going to take Greg Dulcich. <laughs> is it the Jared so, Stidham news
2: that's psyching you out yeah,
0: here? Yeah, well, I just feel like Dulcich is more of a risk and Higby is more safe, but Dulcich has more upside. Higby's upside has kind of been – we've seen it. It's been there. We've done that. So, Rodgers and Dulcich, to, fi- to close this this mayhem out. What's
1: really funny is those were the two players I was between at tight end was uh, Chig Conquo and Greg Dulcich. I like Greg Dulcich more than Chigo. Yeah,
0: you've been more vocal about that.
1: I just – wanted to take chick for yeah it. no i mean and so you know sometimes when you're playing fantasy with your friends it's less sure, about. but you would you
2: would have forced andy's hand into a, a super titan stack with traylon burks and conquo.
0: yeah, and i would have blindly done it without <laughs>
1: noticing <laughs> uh, that's
0: true I, I didn't notice
1: that so now i'm sitting here looking at my roster i'm pretty balanced uh i've got jalen hurts and i've got chicka conquo so i don't need the onesies Najee harris james Conner. Uh, David Montgomery and Samaje Pirine at running back, Cooper Cup, Terry McLaurin, Mike Williams, and Gabe Davis at wide receiver. So I'm just looking for an upside play, someone that could sit on the bench and maybe be something special. And if that's the case, to me, that's Rasheed Rice. Uh, I'm going to take the shot at a rookie wide receiver who I think was pretty good, who gets to land with um, Patrick Mahomes. You know what we saw last year from Sky Moore? He had the opportunity. He failed uh cadarius tony will he ever be able to be on the field they lost juju smith schuster and travis kelsey's a year older so there there is a pathway here you know more than likely patrick mahomes just spreads it around and there isn't a guy
0: i'm still on the sky Moore over rashi rice train uh they both Uh, went in the final round here five picks
2: apart and i've been very vocal of uh, my hesitancy on sky Moore, especially talking dynasty but between those two I would go Skymore this year. So um, you
1: you just really don't like Rishi Rice as a prospect?
2: No, it's it, not that at all. Of just the after the season they were talking about how the this the way that this offense was structured it was a little more difficult for rookies to pick up. So I'm going to give Skymore who had the second round draft capital, I'm going to give it just between him and another rookie. I'll give the the benefit of the doubt to the guy who's Been in the system for a year.
0: Do you want to hit that button one last time before I read my roster, Mike?
2: Yes, I do. Mayhem. I knew that
0: was a lot of fun. I've never seen a draft go this way. Um, I'm looking at my team, and it went five running backs, four wide receivers. That was the order. And then my quarterback and tight end, McCaffrey, Jacobs, Gibbs, Akers, Madison. I can tell
2: you our draft analyzer is going to say your running backs are great.
0: Evans, Burks, Johnston, Flowers and then Rogers and Dulcich. I've got Cooper Cup,
1: Jalen Hurts, Najee Harris, Tara McLaurin, James Conner, Mike Williams, David Montgomery, Gabe Davis, Samaje Perine, Chigakonkwo, and Rasheed Rice.
0: This was uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm sure you had a lot of fun. Oh, too, I had man. a great time. It, it's funny because I felt like um, I felt like the way it was started. It started. I got off the hook, <laughs> and Jason was going to be the man suffering. <laughs> And then I feel like at the end it got revealed that I was, mayhem. I was the one being conned all along. So um, we will get these mayhem le- rosters into the draft analyzer and share those results over on social media. You can't let your mark know that they're the mark. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, here I was. Well, I'm going to go Gibbs. I caught you off guard. Uh, but no, we'll get we'll get all of that. You can see the full draft board on YouTube. Um, it's all up there. It was a good exercise in uh, flexibility and and changing these teams and thought processes around. I'm not that unhappy with my team. It, the ride was bumpy. <laughs> yeah, it was. But um, but you, I'm pretty happy. How do you feel, Jay? Yeah, I, I feel pretty good about my
1: team. And I, and I don't think that – your team can absolutely win. I mean, there's so many different ways you can construct a roster. And there's ideal ways, and then there's ways you have to pivot to when things go wrong. Obviously, in your draft, you're not going to be forced – into taking five running backs to start. But this is a good exercise to see, well, if if stuff goes wrong, how do you deal?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So that'll do it for this Saturday edition of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Draft Analyzer available now. Check that out at ultimatedraftkit.com. Three shows a week the rest of this month. Enjoy your weekend. Goodbye.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. And uh, since you're hanging around, I want to... Invite you personally to become part of our thriving fantasy football community. You can get access to exclusive Discord channels, extra episodes, fantasy football tools and resources, and of course the personal satisfaction of supporting an independent podcast. You can learn more at jointhefoot.com.